going on April 1st through April 15th when you buy any beloved product, so that includes their Intimacy Serum and their two gift sets that we sell, you will receive a free jar of their Soak in the Nude Kind of Mood Charcoal Bath Soak and two pink rubber duckies for the bath. How cute. More romance, more intimacy, more often Sign up to be a frequent lover at loverslane.com and receive special VIP coupons and know about all the sales and discounts that we offer in the store and online. More romance, more intimacy, more often, lover's So welcome to the Intimacy Advisor podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Megan Fleming who is a world-renowned speaker and sex therapist specializing in both relationships and sex to discuss a lubrication, or rather they call it an intimacy serum, which I think is just too cute. Um, It's really becoming popular in our stores because truthfully, this was one that stays super soft and has a really good glide to it without getting that stick or that tackiness that a lot of other lubricants do. I love this one. Um, the bottle is gorgeous. The packaging is really pretty. The product is really good. So I'm on board and I'm sold with it. <laughs> and Dr. Megan Fleming, first of all, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you on here. And would you mind giving us a little introduction to yourself and to your relation to Beloved? Sure. So um, again, I'm a clinical psychologist. I've been practicing 25 years in New York City. And I uh, specialize sort of in all things around sex and relationship. One of my passions is helping women to know and own their own pleasure, because I think a lot of us women have ways of um, having difficulties both allowing and receiving pleasure. Um, And so in terms of beloved, I am on their uh, advisory board. And I became so because I just truly love and believe in this product. I mean, yeah. there's so much to be said. We will be talking about the value of lubrication, but uniquely beloved is also as a serum, it's also sort of a moisturizer. And so, um, and then most importantly, it's the ingredients and that it's been FDA cleared. There's just so many things about it. Cause I've been in this, um, I've been recommending lubricants of all sorts and kinds that again, we'll talk about uh, for, for many, many years and beloved has become my favorite, my number one, my go-to. And I've had clients again at all stages of life um, for different reasons, having vaginal dryness. And they too have really come to truly love beloved as their go-to product for uh, lubrication. Yeah, no, I, it's huge what you mentioned the FDA approval because it is nuts how many lubricants or glides or whatever they're called are available to consumers. And it's just one of those things when I was reading more about beloved before I even touched the product that having that FDA approval to it is is wonderful um because so many of them are are not and that's such an intimate area of your body to put a product why would you not want to know what's involved in the making and going into your body you know it breaks down when it goes inside so that's huge absolutely i'm sure we'll get into it but ingredients specifically these tissues of the vulva are so sensitive and um 
it can be certainly prone to both, you know, yeast and, you know, if you introduce bacteria, right. you know, you're going to be more prone to both yeast and vaginal, I mean, yeast and urinary tract infections. And so um, I think this is really amazing what you're doing here, which is really educating women and hopefully their partners um, right. so that they too know how to sort of select the right gifts or even just ways to, I'm always looking to add tools to the toolbox, right. In terms of our sexual pleasure and lovemaking. And so um, anyway, I, I think this podcast is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's the story of my life. Every customer, cause I actually work in the store too, but every customer is just, I don't know what I want. Um, well, they like this and it's like, well, look into it. You know what I mean? Talk to them. The communication that I find between couples that come into a place like Lover's Lane or another like intimate store and they just are kind of clueless. And I'm like, where's the communication between you guys? So having you with me, I, I love that too, because that's your entire expertise is a relationship, you know, and that's awesome. Um, but while we're talking about the ingredients, let's just keep that going. So when we're talking about the the good quality that comes with a lubricant, um, what are some of the things that you can find in Beloved that makes it stand out? Well, what I love is that, again, it's all natural and organic, including the organic aloe, um, and also that it's pH balanced, it's hypoallergenic, and most importantly, it's paraben-free. I mean, so many, um, you know, sort of well-known name brand lubricants out there that, you know, the parabens are about um, sort of the the preservatives that are in them, which of course can lead to, um, you know, reactions allergic reactions. And they've also sort of been linked to some of the endocrine cancers like testicular, breast and ovarian. And so um, the fact that they're using um, these ingredients where again, there's no harsh chemicals, there's no hormones um, and there's no artificial colors or any other ingredients. Yeah, that's that really in any way would be harmful to the microbiome. Yeah, definitely. That's what makes that stickiness in so many lubricants. Oh. And you just like even feel it on your hands when you're in the store before you like even take it home. And you can literally see it gumming up. I'm like, guys, this isn't what we want internal. Um, when I'm not doing the podcast, I'm actually working as an esthetician. So I did facials for a while. I do uh, sugaring, which is like an alternative to waxing. And women, people are so concerned about what goes on their face and in their bodies. And I don't see that like a lot of times in this industry and for our customers. So it is wonderful having this wake up call that is beloved. That's like, this is an intimate, intimate area of your body. So let's keep it more natural and something, I mean, let's just be real too. Like beloved, it's an expensive lubricant. It's a $79 lube. It's worth every penny. <laughs> I actually love, love it. Um, but why would you not treat your most intimate area the same way that you would buy a facial serum or something like that? You know, so that's that's wonderful having all those like aloes and mushrooms in the lube too. And I'm sure that helps longevity of it. Absolutely. And I think it's as you're saying you know, women can be such a consumer, right? When it comes to things that they put on their face, which is again, external to our skin. And we certainly know again, chemicals, how they can penetrate our skin. So, you know, it's, I think we're doing a major service by educating women to, you know, just like you think consciously about what you're putting on your face, you should equally, in fact, if not more so, right. be conscious about what you're putting inside your body or specifically again, your vulva tissue is so delicate. Um, and we, and we really want to be incredibly mindful of 
the, you know, the ingredients in any lubrication that we're using. And you were saying too, that this one is for all different stages of life. So are you recommending this for like menopausal women as well? Absolutely. Perimenopausal, menopausal. Um, again, women can experience vaginal dryness at any time during their life. You know, sometimes it could be where they are in their menstrual cycle. Oftentimes it can be because of medications including ones you might not think about, like people who have allergies or like cold medicine. Um, the, there's something called the anticholinergic side effect. And basically you're drying up phlegm. Well, guess what? You tend to dry up all natural lubrications everywhere. And so, um, you know, at, at all stages of a woman, like they can experience dryness, but I think in particular perimenopause and menopause because of the loss of estrogen, which again, does the thinning to the vulvar tissues so that they're more likely to maybe have small tears. That's when um, both a lubricant and a moisturizer, because the moisturizers use independent of sexual experience, um, can be incredibly helpful. So that overall, you're creating, um, again, sort of that adding the, the, what is like the natural lubrication, um, which is, again, is so important as women are aging because your body with loss of estrogen just isn't producing as much natural lubrication. Yeah. So beloved would be both. Beloved would be both a yeah. moisturizer and the lubricant. So, so would you recommend like adding a little bit more for a lubrication if you're using it on the daily or like, how would you use that for both like comfort and for partner play? Again, I think it's, as you're saying, the role of using it more consistently and that yeah. you can use it on your own sort of independent and outside of um, partner play or even solo play. Well, that's a lot of questions about Beloved. I, I mean, everyone just needs to touch it. It's it's once you touch it and you even take any lubricant, I mean, drugstore, and I'm even talking some of the other ones that we have in our stores and put it in your other hand and put Beloved in one, you can, honestly, you can feel a huge difference. So it, it is a fantastic lubricant, a moisturizer. And I love that we have different sets of it too. Um, we have a kind of a, a more romantic little set that's got the bubbles and um, little chocolates in it and the Spotify playlist, which hello, that is, that's cool. And then the other part of it, which is a little kinkier, you know, it's got the little um, restraints to it, a blindfold uh, and, and we carry both of those. So is there anything um, about these little sets that stand out to you that you love more than the other? What's your favorite? Well, again, I think it depends on what kind of evening you, you know, you want for yourself or your partner and that, you know, sometimes um, it's more romantic and sometimes it's a little on the kinkier side. And the thing I want to say about the kinkier side is, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, post 50 shades of gray and, you know, the <laughs> right. billions of copies that it sold that, you know, it's more in sort of the zeitgeist or the mindset of like, oh, okay, I can be a little kinky and it doesn't equal lifestyle, right? It doesn't mean leaving marks kind of, you know, in terms of your sexual play. Um, and, you know, the other thing I like is like when you use a blindfold, if you cut off one of your senses, you heighten the others. And yeah. so what I love about these different kids is it's like the idea of setting the tone or the mood, you know, if you want it to be sort of more romantic or again, a little bit more playful, um, and just knowing that there's just so many options and ways to introduce novelty and something a little bit exciting into sort of your sexual play. Yeah. This is like a perfect little thing. Like you were saying how you help women and people own their pleasure and their experience. Like this is the little set for you. So I, I think that's cool. Um, I, I like what you're putting together, you know? But I was peeping around on your website as well. And there's one thing that just totally stood out to me because I talk about this 
I feel like to my friends and family a little bit more than I should on the pod that I do on the podcast and I need to. So I would love to talk about it with you. And it was a little quote that I saw that said, you know, no one teaches you about relationships. That's where you come in. And that is so true that no one is saying, Hey, it's not normal. It's normal or not normal to have sex this many times a week or, Oh, you guys don't kiss anymore. Like what, where does that come from? And like, what, give me like a quick kind of breakdown of how your mind and your expertise feels about these different like stages of relationships and kind of what, how do you create that normal for your own relationship? Well, I think if you think about stages of relationship, you know, often so many people are in pursuit of uh, the romantic phase or NRE, new relationship energy, because again, there's the dopamine and there's the oxytocin, which is sort of like the cuddle hormone. And um, again, that's that sort of chemistry and that passion. And the reality is that's meant to last uh, six months, maybe a year and a half or two, but it's it's definitely meant to, from a biological uh, perspective, meant to end. And that's when it's not a sexy term. We sort of say it's mature love. But, you know, to me, this is where uh, really there's an opportunity both for the intimacy and the pleasure because you have the safety and the connection and the relationship. And that um, I think is important to educate both men and women that, you know, often when we think about sex, we think about coming to sex from wanting, from spontaneous desire. But we know from the research of Rosemary Bazan, uh, an equally valid pathway is what we refer to as responsive desire, meaning, you know, your partner might approach you and you might be like, oh, I'm not feeling it. I'm tired. I'm, you know, it's like an inner no. And I do believe we all have our own inner expert. So we want to listen to it. But then I'm like, hmm, is there one small thing I can say yes to? Because what we know is responsive desire is, you know, our sexual response cycle is not linear. I mean, it doesn't go desire to arousal to potentially orgasm. It's more like if I say yes to one small thing, like maybe it's stroking my hair or massaging my shoulders. If it feels good in my body, it opens up yeses. It's like, oh, 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 this feels good. And you build on those yeses. And then in an organic way. And that ultimately when you're coming from a place of responsive desire and through the body and the arousal, it becomes organic, that the desire kicks in. Um, and so uh, I think educating men and women about this equally valid pathway of responsive desire is incredibly important um, because there is no right number in terms of, I used to memorize the data from the National Social Health and Life Survey, you know, oh, what is the frequency? What's healthy in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And I think it really, you know, nobody likes that answer. It depends. It depends on you and your partner because it's not uncommon at all that there are mixed match levels of desire or desire discrepancy. And so a lot of education we can help people is understanding how do you work with that? Because it's going to come up in almost every relationship. And if you don't address it and have the open and honest communication and figure out things around creating the right conditions, because you know, sex usually is about creating the right conditions and the foundation of arousal is relaxation. So when you really give couples um, and individuals this information, you're helping them have the ingredients, right, to create long-term sustainable, I sort of say hot monogamy, you know, that I've been married 23 years, just because you, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know your partner so well. I'm like, well, first of all, this is art of mystery, right? Like how, there's, again, the relationship piece is like, you know, sometimes you leave yourself a little buttoned up, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't necessarily leave the bathroom, the bathroom door open, right? That, you know, we create a little mystery. Like 
you know, we have a cultural expression, the grass is greener on the other side. I'm like, no, it's where you water it. Right. And so when you really get great about relationships, you start to think about even though there's a frustration or disappointments or life gets lifey, um, how do we nurture the relationship? How do we water the grass? And how do we create the right conditions so that um, we get into a place of flow? Because I often say one partner wants to feel connected to be in a space to feel desire and the other partner, sex actually helps them feel more connected. And so when you're helping each other to meet each other's needs, there's actually an organic flow where both partners' needs are getting met. Yeah. Wow. My I mind said a lot. Just, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, <laughs> honestly, that, and it's just, it's so big right now because social media is huge and everyone is, I feel like getting the FOMO, the fear of missing out and everyone's trying to one up the other person. And that's a lot of times in their relationships, look what we're doing and look how intimate we are. And especially for, you know, I, I feel like maybe my generation too of people, um, it's, it's very much like, oh, well, you're not doing the most, you're not doing the most. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You need to take a step back and like work with your person. Right. And that, that kind of puts it all into a loop because exactly if there's one person that wants this need and another person that wants another, and you guys are working together to balance it, that's great. You know? Well, I think you're also bringing up something around social media and yeah. just uh, Hollywood and, you know, film and how we see depicted, you know, hot sex. Um, and that, you know, I think, you know, Peggy Kleinplatz did a lot of research um, and she calls it magnificent sex. And she looked at optimal conditions and it's not things like orgasm. It's actually things like presence. Mm -hmm. um, and really, I think, again, educating people, what makes sex hot isn't necessarily more better, you know, the greatest newest sex toy, although of course they can be amazing tools in your toolbox, but that again, is that sense of presence and um, connection. Like that the, there really are amazing ingredients that that uh, I think get overlooked in this culture that often is about uh, more. Yeah, right. Exactly. And when you say that the foundation of intimacy is relaxation too, I'm just tying that back to beloved. And I think that that's where that sativa in that ingredient is, is really kind of wrapping it all together too, um, because that is a relaxing agent. So I love that. Um, those are really and all the questions. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and around the relaxation piece, it's that, you know, I find that so many women are running on empty. It's like, yeah. you know, instead of looking for where they're going to find gas, they're like ready to push the car up the hill. And it's just like, it's really about how do we take care of ourselves, yeah. um, recognizing that we can turn ourselves on and off as much as our partner can turn us on and off. And so uh, I think the more that women can know and own, as I said, their pleasure and their sexuality, and again, beloved is one of those great tools in that toolbox. Um the better, because I just think that uh, we're not slowing down enough to see the important, um, just the value of pleasure and sexuality in terms of, I, you know, I think in terms of our own aliveness um, and the importance of nurturing this both for ourselves, um, because the more we know about what turns us on, the more we communicate that to our partners, as well as for the health um, and pleasure in our relationships. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's pl pleasure, self-care, to be honest, like turning off your brain is a huge part of particularly women, you know, like being able to get that relaxation that you need. You're that's just going to open up so much more for you, like in the bedroom completely. Um, it's something that a lot of uh, couples come in and one person wants one thing, one person doesn't want it so much. And it's like, 
because maybe we're overworked or maybe, you know, something's not getting met in our relationship. So you're completely right with that. And I think that I also just want to say that, you know, sometimes in longer term relationships, you know, couples can get, you know, frustrated, disappointed. And um, I just always, you know, as a psychologist, um, want to let people know that there's always like hope and help. And um, I'm going to give a plug for ASEC, which is the American Association of Sex Educators, Counselors and Therapists, so that if anybody's really struggling in their relationship, um, or feeling like they're in a sexless relationship, that ASEC is a place by any state um, to find somebody who's got the qualified education and experience to be of help. Thank you for that. And if you want to read more or see any of the info through Dr. Megan Fleming, her counseling and courses, your website is greatlifegreatsex.com, correct? Absolutely. Because, well, we all get to define our own, but I personally believe (laughs) a great life does have great sex. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, To me, you are intimidating in the best, most inspirational way. So I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast today. You're a true expert in both sex and relationships and the healing of both. So again, um, I can stop sweating now because like I said, like, I'm just happy that you're here with me talking. It was awesome virtually meeting you. And thanks for coming onto the Intimacy Advisor podcast. And thank you so much for having me. From the bottom of my heart, I would really like to thank Sarah from Beloved and Dr. Megan Fleming for today's podcast. It was wonderful getting the Intimacy Advisor back to doing some really wonderful interviews with these brands that help Lovers Lane stay so knowledgeable as far as intimate products go. And I really would just like to thank them for their expertise and joining us today. And I hope you all are looking forward to more interviews on the Intimacy Advisor podcast in the future. Lovers Couples that play together, stay together.